Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Today we talk about the shadows. So get your beers, wines, whiskeys, coffee, tea, whatever floats your boat because you're going to need time. Okay. The shadow. Every one of us has this shadow. And how it plays out in relationships. How is it playing out in your partnerships, your significant other, your spouse, your lover, your partner, your friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, every friend. Okay. Everything it is playing out. Whatever you define as your intimate partner in essence what are we talking about this the last one finishing a part of conscious relating where we are trying to find ways as per vedic astrology to relate to a person more consciously but we can't move conscious if we don't address these shadows these are very shadowy creatures this is the dr jekyll and mr hyde of vedic astrology okay so what is the shadow first of all Let's look at what is Rahu and Ketu because a lot of people keep asking me this. Arun, what is Rahu? What is Ketu? Well, this is what it is. The orbits of the sun, pay attention to this figure over here. The orbits of the sun around the earth, if you take earth-centric model, let's say earth is the center and sun is revolving around earth and moon is revolving around earth. So the orbits which is shown there intersect at a five degree angle. The planes are not perfectly matching. Okay. So the orbits of the sun around the earth, moon around the earth, intersect at two points only. Any two planes intersect, it will be at two points, right? That's the north node and that's the other one is the south node. The north node, which is intersection point, is called Rahu, which I have marked as a positive horseshoe. That's the north node, where all solar eclipses occur. Partial, full, whatever it is. All solar eclipses occur at the north node point. The other end of the node, other end of that axis is the south node or the Ketu. This is in its simplistic form, okay? And that's the earth in the center right there. So all lunar eclipses occur at the south node of the moon. All solar eclipses occur at the north node of the moon. When north node and sun are going to combine with the moon at the other end, that means it's an eclipse, it's a solar eclipse, okay? So remember these things about North and South Node. All other new moons and full moons occur at other points of this orbit. So just keep that in mind. Whenever it is not intersecting at this Sun and Moon, when Moon comes at this point and Sun comes at that point, you'll have a lunar eclipse, you see, at the Ketu point. When uh, Moon comes over here, right in front of the Sun and Earth at the Rahu point, that becomes a solar eclipse. So only at these two points of Rahu and Ketu do eclipses occur coming from the point of view of eclipses. Why is it significant? Because they meet these points, these very crucial points. So what is Rahu and Ketu? Pay attention. Pay attention. This affects six areas of your life, everyone's life. These are shadow parts of our personality. The one which lurks in the background. The one doesn't have any solidity in it, but yet it affects our drives, our impulses, what you push to want to accomplish your obsessions and your detachments i want to get this stuff i don't give a crap about that area of my life i don't care about this one i don't care about this one i want that and that and that i don't want this and this and this this is in a sense rahu and ketu okay my take on this the intersection points this also for astrologers if you're watching this intersection points between your soul as in sun now the rising sign and what your soul wants and what your mind wants because the sun stands for the soul it's a soul significator 
and the moon stands for the mind or the manas. So moon rules the nakshatra, sun rules the rising signs and the zodiac signs. So these are the intersection points of that. That's why it's very crucial. In terms of energy, what is it? It is an oscillating energy of vibration between two points or between two chakras, which we'll see in a minute. The negative of one will make you go towards the positive of another. This is my take on it, strictly my take on it. That means the negative aspects of Rahu will go towards, make a person go towards the positive aspect of their own Ketu. Rahu and Ketu, north and south nodes of the moon, are diametrically opposite. That means they fall in opposite houses always, right? So the same person has Rahu and Ketu in the opposite ends. We shall see all of that, okay? It's like a axis. One end is Rahu, another end is Ketu. And these things dance around the whole chart for everyone. How it goes and how it affects changes, but the axis always remains, okay? And so once a person gets to the negative aspect of Rahu, the same person will run towards the positive aspect of Ketu on the other end. It's a flip. This way personality flips. Everybody has a flip side of the personality. Each one of us is a split personality. Take it from me, you will see it. So when they shift, when you get negative aspects of Ketu, you will run towards the positive aspect of Rahu. This is the axis of energy movement of compulsions moving towards something or detaching away from something else. And which areas of life will keep shifting, right? We are interested in conscious relating, so I'll get to that in a minute, okay? This is an oscillating energy. Both nodes, the zodiac sign and the nakshatra they fall on tell you the soul's progress in, in this endless birth and rebirth cycles that souls are going through. What degree of angle Rahu and Ketu is, which nakshatra it is, which sign it is, which house it is in, tells what you are here to accomplish or what drives you really. There is nothing to judge, very important, nothing to judge here. It's just another point of view. It's just another soul's path. Your path has nothing to do with an, even your intimate partner's path. Nothing. It's their own evolution. So, because you yourself have one, right? Everything that is born here has this Rahu and Ketu. Because guess what? It's born on earth. Rahu holds and releases and is never satisfied. Rahu's energy is to hold and release, hold and release. Runs towards something, gets it, then there is no attachment. Then another one holds it, releases. So think of energy of Rahu as hold and release, hold and release. It's never satisfied. Never satisfied, always hungry for more in whatever it is in. And we'll see that. Endless desiring and never fulfillment is Rahu. Ketu is just the opposite because it's the opposite end of the spectrum. Ketu releases and holds. Ketu feels as if it is releasing something but actually it is attached to it. So it first is releases and then it wants to go there. Releases and then it wants to go there. So it's the opposite ways of oscillating. Rahu wants to take and release. Ketu wants to release and then hold it. Like, you know, think of any example like that. Suppose somebody wants to be obsessing over something, get a relationship, for example. You're obsessing over relationship, we are talking about relationship. But Ketu goes there and says, ah, I'm not interested in this one anymore. I already found a partner, but I'm no longer interested. Ever seen those kind of people? You get married to them, perhaps. As soon as they're married, they are different people. That's what the Ketu I'm talking about. K2 
Chetu releases and holds, ignores, detaches, always takes for granted whatever areas of life, your life, which you are taking for granted or your partner's life, which they are taking it for granted for themselves is endless blind spot. Ketu is all the blind spot of our personality. I take for granted the nice house that I have or a nice job that I have or a nice spouse that I have or kids that I have, whatever it is. Okay. So we are talking about Rahu and Ketu. Just to revise, what is the positive and negative aspects of Rahu? Rahu, originality or North Node of the Moon. Originality, individuality, independence, insight, ingenuity, inspiration, imagination. Or the downside of Rahu is confusion, escapism, neurosis, psychosis, deception, addiction, vagueness, illusion and delusion. Ketu, South Node of the Moon, universality, impressionability, idealism, intuition, compassion, spirituality, self-sacrifice, subtleness. Ketu is very subtle. Or on the downside, eccentricity, fanaticism, explosiveness, violence, unconventionality, amorality, iconoclasm, impulsiveness and emotional tension. So like I said a while ago, the negative side of Rahu, whenever a person is confused, wants escapism, neurosis and psychosis, they'll run towards being universal, impressionable, idealistic. The positive of Ketu. Whenever a person has a downside of Ketu, eccentricity, fanaticism, they'll run towards finding inside imagination that will be relieving for them. Rahu itself relieves Ketu. So you don't have to go around hunting around for different areas for solving this shadow, so to speak. The the shadow is not a thing to be solved. It's a thing to be known. It's a thing to be understood and accepted. That's it. There's nothing, no great revelation here. Okay. Let's see now what happens when they are placed in different houses. That's Rahu over there in second house and Ketu in eighth house. Now Rahu and Ketu I have spoken of in earlier videos. You can see even Healer's Astrology for this. It has two aspects, the ninth and the fifth aspect. Both have it. The fifth aspect, fifth from it and ninth from its position. Both Rahu and Ketu have it. So that makes it totally three and three, six areas of your life are screwed. No, well, basically you're going to have to deal with it. So. Number two and number eight, what does this provide? This particular person or your partner, we are talking about conscious relationships here, relating. This particular person, Rahu is obsessed about family wealth, popularity, complexion. You see some people always admiring themselves in the in the mirror. This is Rahu in second house. They are obsessed about second house face. Eighth house Ketu makes them detached from the world. On the one hand, they are always looking for endorsement from the mirror. They are always constantly obsessing themselves. Have you seen this in yourself or your partner? But they are at the same time detached from the world. They are a hidden mystic. They love isolated places, travel abroad for spiritual pursuits. Now, because Rahu and Ketu are opposite sides, I will deal with them flipping the switch. Okay, the flipping the switch. Now, Rahu is in eighth and Ketu is in second. What happens then? They are looking at all these houses which I am pointing to. Okay, the blue arrows are Ketu arrows, and the pink ones are Rahu arrows here. Okay, so Rahu now loves. It's flipped from the two eight. Now it's become eight two. So what happens? This Rahu loves physical intimacy. He wants to get in bed with you. He wants to do the act. Okay, mysticism loves mysticism. Occult. Very interested in occult. Very interested in 
all sorts of conspiracy theories. They want to have a large home because it's looking at the fourth house. They want to travel abroad because it's looking at the twelfth house. Ketu, at the, on the other hand, sitting on the opposite axis in the second house, is detached from family, wealth, daily routines. Why? It's looking at the career aspect. It doesn't bother. It doesn't have to do anything to do with it. It doesn't want anything to do with it. Okay? It's looking at the sixth house. Sorry, that's a mistake over there. It looks at the sixth house of daily routines. It doesn't want career, fame, recognition, nothing. These people find it really difficult to work. Have you seen you or your partner not interested in work, not interested in routine, not interested in career? They might be having a Ketu in the second house, south node of the moon. 3-9 axis. Now Rahu is in the third house and Ketu is in the ninth house. So it makes them obsessed about third house aspects, which is, they love quickies, all kinds of quickies by the way, if you see what I mean. They love selfies, they keep taking selfies and posting it in social media. They are obsessed about social media because it points to the 11th house. And 3rd and 11th houses are houses of social media. These are the people who are posting Instagram posts every 5 seconds. These are the Kardashians of the world. Okay, Love Instagram, love posting selfies, doing this all the time. Right? Obsession about relationships, why it's looking at the 7th house. But in a quickie format, one night stands. Okay? Ketu standing in the ninth house makes them detached from tradition. Ninth house is for higher philosophy, wisdom of life. It is detached from there. It is detached from culture, mainstream religion, rejects teachers, rejects education. These are the liberalistic people who come on social media and talk about everything liberalistic, right? And they love the social media as well. You can see the Rahu on the other hand. This is one person's two sides, each one of them. Now, if I flip this and make it 3-9, look what happens. Now, I flipped this, okay? So, Rahu now is in the ninth house. These are the people who are the fake gurus of the world, okay? These are the cult, cult people. People who love to form their own cults, right? Fake gurus of the world, fake occultists, narcissism in philosophy, new age preachy type of people who love to have their own cults somewhere, you know, in a ranch dangerous people because Rahu is not very good with understanding higher wisdom. Higher wisdom does not require obsession or trying to prove one-upmanship. Rahu is about proving one-upmanship. I am better than you. Let me show off what how I am better than you. That is Rahu. It does not do very well in higher philosophy. But it wants to show off that way. So these people become the Osho of the world, you know, having their own cult and doing all kinds of things. Ketu, on the other hand, for the same person, becomes detached from intimacy. It's looking at the 7th house and the 11th house. It doesn't want anything to do with social media. It may have multiple marriages. It's never satisfied with one person. Ketu detaches them. Okay, These people may have multiple marriages, constantly getting divorced and remarried. Partners, many, many partners, even from the foreign lands, because it's looking at the 11th house. They are detached from social media because 3rd and 11th are in social media. See how this plays out, the shadow? 4 and 10. Now, 4 and 10 axis is kind of little more weird in that way, okay? Because 4 and 10 axis is the mother and the father. It's the motherland and their career. It's the career house and the home. So you're shuttling between home and external world here. 
how does this play out rahu in the fourth house desires foreign lands foreign homes very very large homes rahu in the fourth house people will have massive homes they want a big ass house okay desires occult spiritual knowledge why it's looking at the 8th and 12th but for self gains how do i do some tantra or mantra because i want to get a million dollars that's what this rahu is thinking about it it's not bothered about spirituality for my higher soul growth that's not this rahu's concern the same person ketu on the other hand is detached from home okay the second house and the sixth house detached from family second house detached from daily work sixth house detached from career and fame doesn't want anything to do with career doesn't want anything to do with fame is your partner like this now if i flip this and make it 104 now rahu is in the 10th house so the guy is obsessed with popularity he wants popularity he wants to show off to people look at me the donald trumps of the world obsessed with fame family wealth workaholic to achieve both they will work to achieve both why because the same rahu is looking at the sixth house of daily work and it's looking at the second house of wealth their family their wealth look at me look at my family i am everything remind you of some someone who ex president of the united states so number 4 now you have ketu it's detached from the home and mother why ketu detaches anything that it touches a sense of detachment you are always oscillating on this axis folks between rahu and ketu nothing wrong or right about it seeks family secrets this ketu will want to dig deep into find out who is doing what in the family their siblings their mother especially i want to dig deep and find out what's going on in my family what are the deep dark skeletons in my family's closet they are into sex and spirituality to find the heart why do i say this that's a powerful statement well look at the houses it's looking at it's looking at the 8th house of physical intimacy it's looking at the 12th house of spirituality and it it is missing its heart it's feeling disconnected from the heart center their own heart center they don't know what their heart is they don't know what their heart lies in if you go to nas such a person what do you really feel like doing they have no freaking clue might be ketu in their 4th house let's take 511 okay i'm going fast here i know because we got lots of ground to cover rahu in the 5th house and ketu in the 11th house same person different parts of the personality rahu here in 5th makes a person constantly seek changing educational interest they want to keep doing degrees after degrees obsessed about education why because it is looking at the 9th house as well of higher education these are the people who might you might see doing constantly one degree after another or if changing subjects all the time experiments all kinds of romance very highly romantic fifth house is a house of creative love and creative intelligence expression unconventional artistic and religious converts these people are the ones who convert their religion to something else born as a hindu now wants to become convert to islam or born as an islam wants to become a christian or born as a christian wants to become a hindu all kinds of changes why they are looking at the ninth house of philosophy through their life they want to shift what they are seeing in an unconventional way ketu on the other hand for the same person makes them detached from social media because third and 11th it is looking at detached from the spouse no sense of physical intimacy these are the people who are dry considering conscious relations is not very good is it 
So you don't want to hang around with these people much. They have quickies, but they don't want a long-term commitment. Ever known of people like that? Now let's flip the switch. Rahu is in 11th house and Ketu is in the 5th house. This makes them detached from education and children. This makes them have power struggles with the kids. As the kids grow up, there's a power struggle going on. Highly creative and takes it for granted. These people are highly creative also. Ketu, whichever house it is in, it takes it for granted. Remember I spoke of Ketu as the blind spot that all of us have. Rahu here is obsessed with social media and popularity. Again, a selfie person. Okay, But this guy wants fame through social media at all costs. They want to make a million, 10 million subscribers on YouTube or 10 million followers on Instagram. These are people are obsessed with it and they want to make money through it as well. Constantly developing skills for that because it's looking at the third house of skills over here. Desires mates from other lands. Why? Because it is in the social media and it is Rahu. Rahu is always a foreign kind of energy. Let's look at the last one, which is number one and number seven. Rahu in the first house. Rahu in the first house. That is not the most narcissistic person ever. He is only obsessed about themselves, their looks, vanity, 101. Okay. Self-obsessed, seeking higher college education and degrees. Why? It's looking at both the houses of education and the higher education. These people take pride in their master's degree, in their PhDs, in their 101 college degrees. Okay. They, they, they love gurus of foreign descent. Unconventional seeking. Rahu is everything foreign. So is Ketu, by the way. For the same person, Ketu is sitting in the seventh house. They are experts in business, in social contacts, making business through social um, interactions. They have nailed the art of being a spouse. They have nailed it in the previous lives. But they have no attachment to physical intimacy. These people are again one of those dry people. They have no attachment to physical intimacy. Detachment from friends and social media. Why? It's all detachment wherever they want social contact, but they are good at it. Blind spot, once again. Okay, the last one. The opposite flip switch of this, which is Rahu in the 7th and Ketu in the 1st. This is kind of a tough one because one is detached from oneself. One is constantly seeking, who the hell am I? What am I here for? That's Ketu in the 1st house. Detached from education, detached from children because 5th house, detached from religion and gurus, mainstream. Unconventional wisdom and liberalism. These people are highly liberalistic because they are looking at unconventionality everywhere. They might have enemy teachers, they might have enemy gurus, they might have enemy also. They reject everything from the mainstream. Rejection. Outright. Because Rahu is in the seventh house, they crave intimate relationship partners from foreign lands. Okay? These people might have a lot of affairs with people from other countries. They are very good in business. They want skills in business. They will develop it because it's looking at the third and eleventh house. They will want popularity and connection with others communities, social groups, social media, etc. Now remember, I just finish up with this. The shadow is something to be known, something to be acknowledged, something to understand about one another. Nothing to judge here, people. There is no judgment about anyone. We are all working this puzzle together. And remember the clue I gave you over here. The negative of Rahu, if you are facing, you will jump towards the positive of your Ketu. 
negative of the Ketu you are facing, you will jump towards the positive of Rahu. This is the way how the energy oscillates between the axis of Rahu and Ketu, the shadows. Okay. A lot of speak about shadows out there. So I just wanted to put it out there for you guys if you wanted to know from the Vedic astrology perspective. Next, I shall be doing a series on probably on the yugas and the cycles of time and other things which is coming to me now. Okay. So take care, subscribe to my channel, share this video if you want to talk about shadows within relationships, especially. Okay. Be safe. Have a nice day.